Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. This is Drake Colley, and you are listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm joined with my main man, Clayton Harris. He's uh, he's running the board. Good Friday to you, Clayton. Good Friday to you, Drake. How's it going, man? We're doing great. Uh, well, guys, my my Hall of Fame tip last night we split, so I got <laughs> yeah, the Raiders. That, the Raiders right? covered the two and a half, but dead gum with those Jaguars. <laughs> they scored with like three minutes to go, and then. Uh, you know the the over under was thirty and a half, and the score was twenty seven to three at the time. And I said, and I had told everybody under the thirty and a half, and we were sitting pretty. And then the Jaguars score a meaningless touchdown at the end and go for two and <laughs> lose twenty seven to eleven and bust the over. But but the Raiders did cover, so you know all he lost was a little bit of juice and had three hours of fun, right? I mean. How was the horse racing today? The horse racing, uh, the horse racing's been kind of cold lately. They're running at Saratoga right now, and I've, I've been, I use Twin Twin Peaks uh, app, um, and uh, I've been been watching. They run about ten ten races. Beautiful up upstate New York, Saratoga right. is just beautiful, and they have the best jockeys in in the world uh, that that ride every race, and it's just and some very quality horses. So it's great horse racing. But it's not that great if you're not winning, if you're losing money every day. So <laughs> that's true. So I don't, I don't want to talk about horse racing anymore. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, folks, uh, if if you've got us on the radio on one hundred one point seven WKOM FM, we're live right down the studios here on beautiful West Seventh Street where the sun is shining and it's first Friday. First Friday, man. You think Mule Day is gone? I'm telling you, I was driving from across town, North Side, back over here. There's people setting up tents and selling hot dogs and pizzas and food trucks. I mean, there's this. I, I'm sorry. Is, is First Friday the? It's the real deal. I mean, got it going on. You see it? people out with their kids. They're walking well, all I, through downtown. I, I, I had no idea. I mean, you know, there's cars parked everywhere, and I'm thinking, Good Lord, what's going on? But you know, hey, great, great for downtown. Great for the merchants. And, uh, you know, we had a little bit of the big, speaking of downtown, last night at the election uh, uh, special we had here at the studio during giving out election results, Big Shakes. uh, Hot chicken. Nashville hot chicken. They set us up with some food, and I just want to give them a shout out and thanks to Belinda and Carlene, and I'm telling you, they're right there below Ted's on South Main, and the chicken is kicking over. I'm, I mean... You had your nice midnight snack last I night. I did, and my my wife, uh, God bless her, she she waited up for me when I... Because we got... We didn't get... I, didn't I got home at 11. I yeah. know. We get home at 11 o'clock and the polls shut down at 7. I'm thinking, wait, wait, wait a minute. I thought <laughs> yeah. this is just going to be a couple-hour gig, and... Uh, so anyway, I get home and sit, and I'm, I walk in and I've got uh, some remnants of Big Shake's chicken and we're sitting there talking. She asked how the show went. I said, "Great, honey, it went, it went great, everything." And it took her about two minutes. She said, "What's in the bag?" You know, and I said, "Oh, fried Oreos." And then fried Oreos and some <laughs> yeah. some catfish, some hot catfish and some hot chicken and some fries. Man, it was it was delicious. It Big was. Shakes, it thank, was good. Thank you so much. Now. Uh, today, folks, in the studio, we are fortunate to have uh, 
Mr. Mark Baker and Mr. Rodney Cole. And Mark uh, is a long, long time, and Rodney, the both of them are longtime Columbia residents and uh, have known each other for their whole life. For maybe too long, they said. I don't know. But they, but uh, and Mark has, about a year ago, we're approaching a year, bought what was known as Stony Brook Golf Course on Campbellsville Pike, right? Right, right. On South Columbia, south of Columbia. And, um, you know, there's no telling how many rounds of golf I've played at at Stony Brook. Well, you can't really call me a golfer. I just kind of whack and run after the ball and go into the creek. You've had more beers out there than you have rounds. Right, right? and I carry carry a set of waiters down in my golf bag, (laughs) you know. (laughs) But anyway, um, Mark, uh, folks, has bought, he's now the owner, approaching, like I said, a year, of the old Stony Brook Golf Course, which is now, he has rebranded, renamed it, Pillow Springs, which is related to some springs that run onto the golf course from neighboring properties and farms uh, and from the Pillow family, which dates back to Confederate days, from what I understand. Sure, yeah. I'm not sure when exactly it was, but it was pre-Civil War. Before we were born. Sure. Oh, okay. yeah. Definitely. Okay. At least so, me. And, and this is Mark Baker, guys. And, and, and I just want to say hello to Mark and, and say hello to Rodney Cole. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I heard about this from a friend of mine. Their daughter works out there at the golf course oh, or right. in, in the restaurant in the restaurant area and so i and, and and i didn't i didn't realize you had bought it i didn't didn't realize i mean that just shows you how shut down i guess i've been with covid and everything else not paying attention really what's going on but um i was told that you had bought it and i mean it's like a total ev- evolution of golf uh out there at at now Pillow Springs, mm-hmm. and uh, we brought you, you and Rodney, in today to talk about that, and, uh, and and let everybody know what's going on out there. Because man, it's, I'm I'm not a great I'm not a super golfer, but I, I do play once in a while, and it's interesting. It's exciting. I mean, what's going Very, on? Yeah, tell, tell us what's tell us your tell us what's going on. Okay, uh, we're going to reroute all eighteen holes. Uh, Rodney has uh, redesigned the entire thing. We're going to get new turf. We're going to have new new turf on the greens, new turf on the fairways. It, it's, it's really exciting what we're doing there. Uh, we're going to build a, a driving range. Uh, it'll be a dual-ended driving range. Now, what is a dual-ended driving range? Do right. people hit back and forth at each other or something? They I mean, do, they... yes. Uh, on one end, we'll have more like uh, golf entertainment, which will be like the top golf. Uh, and the plans now are a three-tiered driving range, wow. uh, thirty stations all together, with a restaurant and a bar, and uh, it, it's it's really neat, you know. Uh, the other end of the driving range will be more for the traditional golfer with natural turf, and then we'll have uh, Rodney will have a a learning center there, so we'll be giving lessons and and things like that on the other end. But it's uh, there's enough distance there. Uh, we feel like we're I won't be hitting anybody. Okay, you know, it'll be now, 
pretty now pretty Mark and, and if people didn't know the Baker Equipment, which your father owned, your grandfather, my father, and my grandfather, his right. grandfather mm-hmm. and his father, and you worked, you worked there, you grew up running around Baker Equipment I, they, and bugging yeah. all the guys in the service department. I'm oh, sorry, oh yeah, but uh, <laughs> but you sold that, that you, yes. you sold that, and mm-hmm. and. Um, and and then you, but you didn't get out of the track. You didn't get out of the track, John Deere tractor business. You yeah, we yeah we when we ceased being the John Deere dealer, that ended. We my dad and I sold used equipment, and then uh, it got a little a uh, little harder to do than it used to be. It's just uh, okay. So things. So you and, wanted to make a change. You wanted. To- yeah, I mean the opportunity presented itself. Okay, and uh, you know I, Rodney and I talked about this a lot. That's where I grew up. Learning to play golf. That's where Rodney grew up, and he learned to play golf. You know, he. You're talking about Stony Brook. Stony Brook, okay. right? Yeah, okay. and, and uh, Rodney worked out there, and I mean, that's you know, his passion for golf started there. So did mine. Yeah, Rodney and, lives uh, in. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So uh, it it for me, uh, I'd worked at a golf course in college. So when this opportunity presented itself to buy Stony Brook, you know, it was at the point where that golf course may cease to exist. Okay. Right. It was in financial trouble. And, and what would have happened things. if it had it had it ceased to exist? Right. What would have happened to what would have happened to all that? Oh, more than likely, it'd be houses built there. You okay. Know? I mean, it would probably been developed into a subdivision. Now, the people something. that you brought bought it from initially, they bought it kind of to yes. get, to do some developing on. They that. did. Yes. But it was shot down by the uh, kind of kind of the residents. Up in that neighborhood, kind of. As I think it was, that was part of it. Um, and there were other, a, a lot of other factors that okay. I didn't go into. Okay, okay. And okay. I, you know, I don't know. The, I mean, that I makes no difference. That makes no right. difference right now. No, well, I mean, it doesn't make any difference. But that was a huge question when when people found out that that we were buying it. Um, was are you going to build houses? Are you going to develop it? And uh, I'd kind of. Th- had this vision in my head of the driving range and this big putting green and this big, you know, short course, kind of like a par three, okay. coupled in with that 18-hole golf course. I was like, I, I'm not going to have room to build houses. Right. There, you I know. Mean, what we want to do yeah. here, there, we're right. not, there's not enough room to do. Yeah. And I, I got you – know, after we – purchased the course that i got with rodney and you know he was back in town i found his number and called him and he came out and met with me and you know the i think the first question he asked me was you know what do you want to do here and i told him some of the things i wanted to do and i said yeah i don't think i don't want to be legends i don't want to be the governor's club and some not i mean I, I just think that's unrealistic but i want this to be a, a source of pride for Murray County yeah. in Columbia, and I want to dress it up. Make yeah, it, make gonna... it make it a little high. Make it a little higher end. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. but but yet still accessible to the public. Yeah, and it's a you know it's a you mentioned the name Pillow Springs, and the, the reason I did not call it Pillow Springs Golf Course is it's going to be more of a golf facility. I see. So we'll have a course. We'll have the course at Pillow Springs. We'll have the range at Pillow Springs, the short course at Pillow Springs, and it's just it's a destination for right. golf. So Pillow Springs is pretty much just engulfs the whole complex, right. the just whole campus. More, yeah, more campus. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, more, right. Okay, okay. Right. Now Rodney Cole, you have been all over pretty much the world playing golf. Your life is 
is you've dedicated your life to golf, uh, that from course design to playing it to teaching it. Give 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 our listeners a little bit of a little bit of a history on Rodney Cole, how you, where you went college wise and and, yeah. and moving forward, and then how you how you came back home and and got hooked up with your fourth grade. Uh, classmate, kindergarten classmate. I'm sorry, yeah, kindergarten it's, classmate. It's What's that mean? Fourth grade at River, yeah. the old Riverside School. The, <laughs> we were the pets. Yeah, we got to ride on the wall. I don't see how you, we were the favorites in the class. I don't see far. how you two could end up being a teacher's yeah. pets. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, Miss Outlaw had a had us <laughs> on the straight and narrow. Though. She she was a nice lady. She was. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about Rod. Tell the folks a little yeah. bit about Rod. Uh, born and raised here in Columbia. And uh, grew up Stony Brook. Uh, got a great family. Uh, twin brothers, Ryan and Brian Cole, are my brothers, and um, just had a great, you know, young life growing up here and learning to play golf at Stony Brook, and spent hours and hours and hours out there uh, terrorizing the place from one end of it to the other. But I think golf's been in my blood since you know I was a kid, and. Uh, I knew early on I wanted to make a career out of it, and uh, that's what I've done. Uh, I definitely consider my golf, myself a golf enthusiast. And uh, do you consider yourself an ambassador for golf? You know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, and when I say ambassador, I mean somebody that that you want to you want to you want to connect people with the game yeah. of golf. That, Promote that, it. That, yeah. That that that's a passion for of sure, yours. Can yeah. you talk talk a little bit yeah. about that and, well, and and how that filters into Pillow Springs? Uh, this is almost my 25th year of being a Class A member of the Professional Golfers Association of America, which is 28,000 men and women that have crossed the country that uh, you know are dedicated to promoting, enhancing the game of golf. And when I got my Class A membership, that's what I wanted to do: is saying, "Hey, how can you know you start Eve kids at young ages get grow the game, get bring the good, all the good that you see the game has." from it and you know make that a part of my career and my life and i've been able to do that i I started out teaching Uh, i was one of the first assistant golf pros when the legends club of tennessee opened i started getting wet behind which is in brentwood in brentwood and i got to see that facility built actually it wasn't even open um you know so i I guess my roots of the golf course design stuff starts back when my dad said, Rodney, you can build a little short course in our backyard. And I had a green and a bunker, and uh, actually a friend down the street uh, took a backswing. I was standing too close to him, and he hit me in the nose, and my nose bloody like he turned on a faucet. So, uh, you know, it's you do get the uh, a lot of life's lessons in your backyard learning the game of golf, but it was fun. And uh, I think that's the one thing I try with uh, – with the game is to let people know it's a it, we we're all under a lot of stress with work we do long hours but when you get out there to play golf it's meant to have fun and right that's everything why springs everything gets kind of goes away for a little bit yeah. and you get you get to enjoy nine yeah. or 18 holes of golf with your friends or just by yourself yeah i mean i'm sure you have you being a a, yeah. a, a golfer like you are you probably find maybe the most joy in golfing and just going out and playing a course just yeah. by yourself rather than it's, with three or four of the golfers or, who, or whoever. It, I, mean, I think it changes your – like I've been playing for 40-plus years now, so it, your, your evolution as a golfer, you – maybe come in, you, you're shooting in the hundreds, and then you, you, you're down. You, so 
it changes. And, you know, sometimes I like to be out there and I see Mark out playing by it, getting a, one of the bikes out there and going out and catching <laughs> yeah. a few holes to get away. And then, you know, there's times when I like playing in a four-man scramble and having fun. And other times it's more serious competition. Sure. And so, you know, it's it does have that ability as a game and you can play it a lifetime. So it, it's pretty special, actually. And so you mentioned to me earlier before we came on the air, we were talking about this. You went to Arizona State. Right. And can you tell the tell the listeners what you, what you studied at Arizona yeah, State? Yeah, well, uh, I got my Class A membership and I was teaching at a, a – after I left the Legends Club, I went to work for David Ledbetter, and I got. And uh, tell people who. Kind yeah, of, David Ledbetter is just one of the top instructors in the in the country, and he probably had, the world in the world for that matter. <laughs> I mean, career. he's he's instructed. Get, can you can yeah, you drop Nick, some Nick names? Faldo, Let's, Nick Price, Ernie Els. I mean, back in the day, he had a really strong uh, following of guys taking lessons. Kind of a swing guru or a golf guru. They, yeah, if, if yeah. Something, they, something got out of whack, they'd, cut, yeah. they'd fly David in and, yeah. and get him to, or they'd go to David yeah. and they'd go to work on their on their swing and try to get it fixed, right? I mean, It, it was, and I, I got connected to him when I, I, played, I was on the Austin P golf team and uh, my roommate was actually taking lessons from David and uh, also, Mike Tankersley in Lewisburg had went down and taken a lesson. So naturally, it was like, "Hey, I'd like to go down and take a lesson," and I did. And David was just really wonderful to me, and and let me stay at one of the condos there while I was taking some lessons. And uh, when I heard the opportunity that he had was go kind of expand his teaching and start doing academies in different places, then I applied and uh, was fortunate enough out of a lot of applications to get the job and I went through his training program and got to shadow him with while he was teaching a lot of the great golfers, Nick Price and how awesome yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, that, I mean, that's a, I know that's a, yeah. that's that's a dream come true for you. I mean, it, it, or, it, any, it was, or I mean, any golfer that that loves the game of golf. You, you think about I, I reflect back on those times, which was the early nineties, and you know Nick Price was uh, the height of his golf game at that right. time, and. There's a certain sound when a golf ball is properly struck that you just don't hear every day. I I, I tend to. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to hear this part. <laughs> well, those, micro, those microphones on TV pick them up pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they're right down there on the tee box, so that's the only way I would know how, but, what, it, what it sounds like. So. But that guy Nick Price could strike a golf ball, and uh, what it was piston like. You know, it had a compression of club sure. to ground to ball, and the strike and the pen, the way the ball would shoot out from the club was, I mean, it's, it's, it was, uh, it was impressive. Okay, and we 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 got off we got off the initial topic, yeah. it, but but you went to Arizona State, so sure. tell us yeah. tell us what you well we've got we've got a minute or two or, or just a little over, a little under two minutes before the break, but just give us a quick I, what you studied at Arizona yeah, State. I, I wanted to get into golf course architecture, and so I. I started thinking about how do you do that and i got a lot of opinions but one of them that stayed pretty true is you need a degree in landscape architecture a bachelor's of science in landscape architecture and so that's the road i in the you know early or late 90s i kind of started pursuing that i went back to curriculum in arizona state i went through the program graduated and the whole time i was in school i, I worked for golf course architects i worked for golf course planners I worked for golf course builders. So you were on you were and, and, and you, as you were learning it uh, academically through Arizona State courses yeah. and, and, and Arizona State University, you were also 
hands-on, yeah. working. 20, uh, when you got out of class, you were probably headed to the golf course. Yeah, or, but not or, playing or, anymore. Or not playing. <laughs> yeah, it was you were out. You were <laughs> out there. You were out there, hands-on building greens or, and yeah. bunkers and doing all that type of not, stuff. During that time, it was. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different schools of thought about how you build a golf course, and some some folks are really hands-on, and other folks would do a lot of plans and a lot of documentation, and then turn it over to a contractor to build. And early early in my career, I started out kind of being schooled to do the theoretical, draw the plans, do things like that. But as I as I progressed in my career as an architect, I started to realize you had to be on these sites to get the best end products out of them, the most artistic aspects, the most playability. You had to be hands-on. You I mean, to, you, you know, had to be there, and you had to put a lot of time and effort and energy into the building, building, directing, and running a lot of interface. So fortunate to be, get connected with a lot of guys that were leaders and at the time uh, that – Ben Crenshaw, Bill Coor, um, Jim Wagner, Gil. And they told you if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna design a course, you just can't design it and throw the throw the papers or throw the design yeah. to somebody. You've got to you've got to kind of manage that a little bit. You yeah. have to kind of be there for when 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 snags are hit, yeah. folks. This music means we're gonna take a break. You're listening to the Front Porch Radio Sports Hour. Uh, we're talking with the new owner of Pillow Springs. And his main course designer, Mr. Rodney Cole, Mark Baker's owner. We're going to be right back in a couple of minutes. Thank you. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. 
Hello everyone, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Are you aware that gold is at historical highs? That's right, and now is an opportune time to sell that unwanted jewelry made of gold or platinum. We also buy gold and silver coins or ingots. Tillis Jewelry will make you a top dollar offer paid in cash on the spot. Also, we buy diamonds from a quarter carat and larger, any shape, round, oval, marquee, and princess. Bring them in for an offer, you might just be surprised. Highest offer paid, I guarantee it. Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. Folks, Barry Rankin is your hometown grocer at Foodland right here in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. Barry, let's talk about the special one-day blowout back-to-school sale. It's tomorrow only, Friday, August 5th. Okay, on Friday, August 5th only, we have T-Bone Steaks. That's $4 each. That's not per pound, but that's each. If you need something to grill that steak with, we have Charkeen Charcoal, a 15-pound bag for $4.99. We have half-gallon food club milk, either the 2% or the homogenized for $1.99. General Mills cereals, which are Honey Nut Cheerios, Lucky Charms, Cocoa Puffs, or Cinnamon Crunch, they're two for $5.00. Friday, August 5th, and boy, is it a blowout, and that's not all that's in the sale. Your hours are what, Barry? 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. That's seven days a week. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Have a good day. You too. The NASCAR Xfinity Series. Waiting for the green flag to go in the air, and it does. Returns to the Irish Hills of Michigan. Trouble off, turn number three, hard hit to the inside wall. As the race to the playoffs continues. To the checkered flag they come, final dash to the checkers. Going to the inside of the track, first one to the finish line is Noah Gregson. It's the New Holland 250. Saturday, August 6th at 2 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM. You're listening to the best in news, talk, sports, and music on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia, Tennessee.
back. We are Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Colley. My main man, Clayton Harris, is on the board. How's it going, man? We're doing great. It's Friday. Sun is shining. And we're out of here in about 30 minutes. My weekend will begin. It's funny. A friend of mine just texted me. She's at an airport in upstate New York. She's been at the horse races. Is that? She's been at Saratoga? Yeah. Or Saratoga Springs or Saratoga Racecourse. It is, and I'm telling you all, if you get a chance, just watch a couple of races. It is beautiful up there, and uh, and the weather looks great. I'm, that's on my bucket list. I want to go up there and give them some money for a couple of days one time. <laughs> yeah. Rather than sitting at home and giving them money. So I'd rather go. <laughs> Head it to him personally. Uh, hey guys, we are joined today by Mr. Mark Baker, the the new owner uh, of Pillow Springs, uh, which is the which is a golf course that used to be Stony Brook. So a lot of people around this area might might remember it as Stony Brook, but is now it's it's been rebranded, renamed, and Mark. Mark is, uh, they call it Pillow Springs, and that's in relation to uh, a, a family that their land and their springs run onto the golf course. And uh, Mark is here with his course designer, PGA instructor, uh, extraordinaire, Mr. Rodney Cole. And you all were just listening to Rodney and his... his uh, Resume as as an instructor and a golfer and course designer, and very impressive over the years. And both these guys grew up together. Mark uh, had an opportunity to buy the golf course uh, about a year ago. He did so, and now there's a bunch of changes, Mark, that are going to oh, happen. Yeah. And yeah. if and and maybe. People people can go out there now and play, right? They're, I mean, sure. Okay, you can go out there and now and play, but. Come this fall, I mean, later late in the fall and and winter and and first of next year, uh, there's going to be some there's going to be some some stuff going on. There's going to be some changes. Oh yeah, I mean, you you can definitely see changes now. We've we've clear we've cleared trees. We've opened up areas that were you know where we're going to have it. new that were <laughs> new fairways and and greens that where they didn't exist before. Um, we have uh, Rodney. What two weeks ago mm-hmm. started? Yeah. We're building a, a acre and a half putting green. Acre and a half, sixty thousand square feet. These Golly. things are putting courses. Yeah, are I could hit. I could yeah. hit the. I, I swear to God, exactly. I, I could hit that green from right. from forty yards out if I was <laughs> if I was playing. I swear. So I mean, you I can mean, drive down uh, Campbellsville Pike and see the, that green being built now. And so, and what 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 is the purpose behind an acre and a half green? What what's the? Oh, it's it's its own course, right? It, it, the main yeah. thing's fun. Yeah, getting it's kids, adults, yeah. beginners, and even you know great golfers. I mean, you can practice putting out there, but it's fun. It, it's just almost a adult putt putt. You yeah. know, it's got a lot of contour. Yeah. Okay, uh, gives uh, like young children that would start on it. They begin to visualize breaking putts and understand right. breaking putts by putting on it. And okay, several generations of. You know, grandfathers, fathers, sure, get together. And sounds play. like sounds like a blast to me. Now, tell yeah. me, tell us about tell us about your what what you have planned for restaurant facilities. I mean, I mean, you've got tell, tell us what's going. Tell tell us everything about what's going to be going on out there. Starting within the year, let's say, right. let's say a year from today. Hopefully, if everything went right, right, right. okay. 
uh, we're going to start. Well, we've already started, but we're mainly in October. We're going to close the front nine of the course. So we'll start uh, earnestly construction, <laughs> destruction. You see the these guys nine. are laughing at each other. It's like curtains coming up. If you're ready, I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, remodeling a house. you got to tear it all up and then build it back. Yeah. And I mean, what kid wouldn't want to go out there on an excavator to bulldoze and all right, well, rip through a, you know. Who's handling the dynamite is what I want to know. We'll start in October and we'll uh, – We'll have the front nine and this big putting green uh, shaped uh, and new irrigation, a whole new irrigation system put in uh, January, February. So what, May, into May, 1st of June? That's our target for when the grass goes down. And we need Mother Nature to, you know, the weather. And and we were talking about, us and, at the break, we were talking about the grass. So just real quick, Rodney, could you talk about changing over the grass? Yeah. To, yeah, we're in a we're in a part of the country where we're in a transition zone for turf, and you know the as you go further north. I just got back from uh, I have a couple of projects in Minnesota that are going now. Their their environment that far north is perfect for cool season grasses, your bent grasses and things like that. It's it thrives in that far north with the weather. As you get closer, you know, to where we are it begins to be a, a transition zone and certainly you can grow bent grasses here but they require a lot more attention and a lot more care uh, as far as chemicals a lot more mowing so we explored and uh, mark uh, we went and looked at with uh, everyone we went and looked at these warm season zoysia grasses that are being used on greens and the main thing that they are is less chemicals you can mow less use less water so a lot of the things like that are uh, just very helpful for uh, you know, costing Mark a little bit less to maintain them in the end of the day. But so. a pretty pretty hefty cost up front to change over. I mean, oh, but hey, you know, but yeah, it, but it needs to be done. I mean, or you're just going to be fighting, well, we fighting a, to keep a cooler a, a grass that, that's really in a, grows in a cooler better. better. Cooler. Yeah. You're trying to nurse it along. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're and I mean, we've do, got a smor- gonna... smorgasbord of grass out there now. Yeah. We have Bermuda, but we have a lot of varieties. We have a little zoysia. We got a little of this and that. So this is going to be a uniform carpet. I mean, right. it, it's beautiful. This grass is just awesome. It has a tight uh, root system on it. It's like a mat. That's just. It's just everything about it is less fertilizer, less herbicide, less water. Uh, less mowing and it stays greener and super longer, to play just on. everything and, and a good surface and a great good. surface yeah. i mean we yeah. you you know and, and for golfers out there that are they're listening to us today should realize what is going on at pillow springs and 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 what what type of facility that we're going to be moving forward with here in in southern columbia south yeah. of columbia uh now mark Let's go back over. Let's t- tell us about everything besides the besides the super giant uh, acre and a half putting <laughs> right. green. We're going to build a short course, which will be fifty. 80. Like Augusta has a par three course. Sure. Okay. Yes. Sure. Right. Short okay. holes, yeah. and uh, it's many purposes behind that. And like the putting green, and Rodney can speak more of this because this is really his passion. But <laughs> our goal is to get. 
non-golfers and and beginners and uh, people who aren't necessarily interested in golf and people who are super interested in golf out here to play, out here together, get families together out there. And this short course, uh, you know, it requires, you know, like a wedge and a putter. Okay. And you're not, you know, as a beginner, like you can, nine holes. I mean, or hey, we, we may have nine, we may have twenty. Oh, you know? okay. It, it's just how how it fits in there and how it lays. But with Rodney having his uh, learning center out there and giving lessons, uh, as a beginner, you could go and play the short course and and not be intimidated by a four or five hundred yard you know par four par five nice. and you can you're not holding people up and you're not worried about who's behind you and pushing you it's a confidence builder sure it's a, it, you know sure. golf golf is supposed to be fun not mm-hmm. stressful and exactly not, and not and not put yourself in a position where you feel like you're impeding others people other people's game yeah uh yeah. now okay we're doing the the short course uh-huh. we're doing the Putting bigger, course. We're changing. We're changing the course. We're redesigning the course. What about facility wise? So the driving range, uh, the entertainment end of it, uh, is going to be hopefully something. Right now, the vision is like Top Golf. So we'll have the three levels, the hitting stations with the couches and the tables, uh, a, a restaurant and a bar. Uh, awesome. Everything. I think that's terrific. Sounds like a great place to host a radio show. I think it would be a great <laughs> place we, to host a radio show. I think we show. have a space planned uh, well, there you that go. we could put you. Uh, there you go. <laughs> the clubhouse sets on a hill so your antenna will have good connection I, 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 around I'd the love that's, that's a great place to do a remote remote broadcast from. <laughs> I, and and so a restaurant, a, 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 something similar to Top Golf. And so huh. you. you Pillow Springs is pretty much going to be a golf. You're, you're thinking golf destination, right? Right. Correct. I mean, yes. I mean, that's the, how awesome is that? Uh-huh. I think. I think Columbia could use one. You know, yeah. nowadays, and we were talking before we went on the air. A lot of there, there's a lot of golf courses around Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, in this area, but not a lot of them uh, are public or are totally accessible. By the public, right? And even the ones that say they are public, you know, you you, you go and you play there, and they still kind of, you know, the the guys, the, the old timers that play there every day, they're kind of <laughs> giving you the stank eye. You know right. what I mean? They're kind of. That's just you, Drake. Just messing with me. I mean, you know, I didn't, I didn't know cut off jeans was a word. You know, I didn't know, I didn't know cut off jeans and, and football cleats were 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 a, were a bad thing at that point. But you know, obviously metal cleats too. You know, obviously, <laughs> obviously force crossing. They 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 frown on that, so I didn't get to play that day. But. Uh, uh, so you know, it, and, and and but my whole point is, is that is that what you are, what you guys are doing out there, you're 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 telling everybody, come on, if you don't know golf, give us a call, come by, we'll teach you the game, we'll get you introduced to the game. If you do know golf, we're going to build great facilities out here where you can spend the whole afternoon and maybe the evening. Sure. Uh, you yeah, know, we're, we're going to have lights. The, the that big putting green, it'll be lit at night. The driving range, it'll be lit, so you can you can do those things in the evening. Uh, the driving range is is covered. 
Uh, so it could be heated. You could in the rain, in the snow. Right. It's cold. You know, you could still come out there and do that. And it's, you know, you. That's kind of the the name of the the course, Pillow Springs. The reason it doesn't say Pillow Springs Golf Facility, Pillow Springs. This is it. It's a destination for golf, but you don't have to play golf. Right. You know, there's you don't some, even have a, to like golf. You can other, just come out there and sit and enjoy being with your friends. Come who, out there and grab uh, something to eat. Sure. Have yeah. a, have a cold beverage yeah. beverage of your choice. But you know, you swing that that club one time. That's right. You're you start, you're starting to get hooked. That's you know? right. Just hang. Just a place to hang out. Well, thank you. I, I tell you what. I'm, I'm so glad. Uh, I'm so glad we had both of you guys in today. I think Pillow Springs. I think Columbia uh, needs a place like Pillow Springs. I think it's going to work out great. I'm glad you guys are involved doing it. You're from this area. You're from Columbia, and we need. Uh, uh, a couple of good old boys like you guys to come in here, get this job done. And as a community, uh, if you folks can hear my voice, I'm sure it will support you any way we can. And Appreciate we just want to thank you. Thank you all thank you. for coming in today. And we're going to stay in touch now. We're not, you know, sure, yeah. you all have some, you all have functions out there coming up, whatever the deal is. You give us a call, and we'll let people know about it. We'll do it. All right. Thank you, Rodney. Thank you, Mark. Guys, don't go away. We're going to talk a little Alabama-Tennessee football on on the backside of this break. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Terrence here at Shepherd Lumberyard, where we value you, the customer. We've been serving Columbia and surrounding areas since 1946. We're located in our new location at 103 Cemetery Avenue. Anything that has to do with building or remodeling, we're here to assist. When you shop local, you help shape the community. We are locally owned, family owned, and veteran owned. And by the way... 
God is in charge. You can reach us at 931-388-3612 and our website is shepherdlumberyard at yahoo.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. It's a scorcher out there, but we've got tips that'll keep you chilling this August. Tip number one, keep your AC in peak condition. Tip number two, drink lots of fluids. Tip number three, go for refreshing top prizes up to a cool million by playing all new August Insta games from the Tennessee Lottery. All of these exhilarating games can lead to cold, hard cash. So head to the shade of your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and enjoy some game-changing fun today. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Please play responsibly. From scholarship and grant programs to providing students with the qualifications and certifications they need to start their professional careers, the Tennessee Lottery has awarded more than $6.5 billion in funding to education programs, and we're proud to play our part. See for yourself how all of the fun of the Tennessee Lottery goes to supporting someone's future and a brighter tomorrow at TNLottery.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Friday afternoon, and you are listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake Colley. My main man to my left side around the board is Mr. Clayton Harris. What's going on, Drake? Not much. 
Claw, Clayton the Claw Harris, you know, on Toy 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 Story, where they go the Claw, the Claw. I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm gonna, have to show, I'm gonna have to show that to you. I'm sure my kids would know. Yeah, your kids would know. But anyway, um, thank you all for being with us, and we just had a terrific conversation with the new owner of what was Stony Brook Golf Course, and now it's called Pillow Springs. And I'm telling you what, Mr. Baker and Mr. Cole that are are very are very impressive to talk to, and the vision and the. Uh, Investment that they are putting into uh, that that complex, that camp, that golf campus. I think you named it right. Clint. Yeah, I, I mean it's going to be a great get for Murray County and Southern Middle Tennessee in general. I mean they're going to be drawing they're going to be drawing golfers from Giles County, Lawrence. I mean from all over, all over. South Central Middle Tennessee. Correct. That don't want to that don't want to have to go to Nashville, deal with the traffic, deal with the pricing, deal with whatever you deal with. In Nashville, if they can if they can stay 40, 45 minutes to an hour closer to home. Well, yeah, and we're right in the middle of a population boom too. So I mean, we're gonna have more folks moving in the That's area. Right. So it, it the timing I don't think could be any any better. There you go. So I think I think I think it's a great great investment, a great idea, and I think we as people in this community uh, and the listening area of WKOM one hundred one point seven. Uh, can support this. Uh, uh, golfers, even non-golfers. I mean, the whole idea is just people in general come out there, enjoy the the beautiful the beautiful campus they have out there. And Mark said, you don't have to play golf. You come out there and eat lunch. And just a place to hang out. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, go watch a game. I mean, they're going to have a facility like Top Golf. They're going to have a three-decker, 30-bay uh, uh, driving range out there with sofas and a bar and, you know, TVs, you name it. Full, I, full restaurant, yeah. It'll be a, be a fun date night right there. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Go out there, watch a football game, hit some golf Man, balls. Man, and- you, just, you just said the magic word, and the magic word is – Football and Friday, okay. Oh, and by the way, congratulations to the Whitthorn Middle School Tigers on a huge opening what, night win last they, night. They were favored by three. What was the final score? Thirty-two to thirty, Whitthorn. What they, they were didn't they, cover? They, they were down. <laughs> hey, they got down sixteen to nothing. They got down twenty-four to eight, and they came back and got a they were, huge win. They were down twenty-four to eight and won thirty-two to thirty. Yes, uh, the difference in the game was a two-point conversion that uh, Mount Pleasant failed to get, and. Uh, you know, you, you think about uh, well, Whit- Whitthorn converted on all four two-point conversions. Congratulations to the Whitthorn Middle School Tigers and uh, for a for a gutty gutty win. And and you know, uh, Mount Pleasant came up a little short, but what a game! Two sounds- two really good teams. It's a conference game right off the bat. So yeah, congratulations right. to both teams. Okay, football. This is it. Let's talk a little Tennessee Alabama. Clayton, if you'll pull up the if you'll pull up the schedules on the on those two teams, and we're gonna talk the betting side of this. So uh Vegas has has numbers out that they they have a win loss, they have a they have a win total, over under win total for just about every team uh in, in Division One football. And Alabama their t- 
total right now, the win-loss total, is 10.5 games. So you can bet that Alabama, at the end of, I think, is regular season, isn't it, Clayton? Right, there's, there's, there's 12 regular season games. Okay, so, so. out of 12 regular season games, uh, Las Vegas is putting a number at 10.5 for Alabama. And you can bet over the 10.5. You can bet under the 10.5. And, and you basically get paid even money. So you can say, I want $100 that Alabama's going to win more. Uh, basically, eleven or twelve games, or they're not, or they're not, or they're going to win basically ten or less. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of thinking over. I, <laughs> I, I, I kind of am too, but I mean, that kind of concerns me that they have it at ten and a half. That's right. So let's 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 look at the schedule. Okay, so so Bama will kick off the season at home September the third, which is Labor Day weekend against Utah State. That should be a win, right? Right. I think, All right. So I think we can mark that down the win. Now a week later, they travel out to uh, Texas to play the Texas Longhorns in Austin. That's an eleven o'clock kickoff. They're playing that at eleven o'clock. I know, I know. That's day, well, the, that's Fox. What I'm, day is that? That's what, a Saturday. What? Give me the date. Uh, September tenth. September tenth in Austin, Texas, Alabama. In that heat, is going to have to play University of Texas in Austin at eleven o'clock in the morning. And I think that's, t- I think, that's absolutely ridiculous. Well, that's television for you. Because well, I don't I, care. I, I think the. Uh, I think the uh, I'm boycotting the, the the Longhorn fans are just as upset as as we are, and they should be. People are going to be falling out like you know they're going to be <laughs> they'll be burning up and, and, and taken into tents and uh, anyway. Well, I mean, and you look throughout the rest of the season, you got La Monroe uh, the next week at home, Vanderbilt at home the following week on September 24th. You go on the road to Arkansas October 1st. That's always tough and fateful. I'm is. just telling you. Uh, I, you know, A&M, it's always A&M tough. comes out to uh, Tuscaloosa October the 8th. Which, uh, that, that'll be, I think, Texas A&M's got one waiting on them. Uh, you got uh, on the road in Knoxville on October 15th. Mississippi State uh, travels to Tuscaloosa October 22nd. And then Alabama's awful week. They travel to Baton Rouge November the 5th. The old Miss game, which was usually played in September, is now... Uh, late no, or mid November on uh, November the twelfth in Oxford, Austin P November nineteenth, and then Auburn and Alabama the Iron Bowl uh, in November Tus- in Tuscaloosa. Right, exactly. What's the over under on Tennessee wins? The over on Tennessee is seven. Now they won seven last year. Oh, take the over. Folks. Listen, Let, seven, seven and a half. Let, seven and a half. Listen to the schedule. Ball State, okay, at home. <laughs> then they go to Pittsburgh September tenth. Akron at Tennessee, September 17th. Florida uh, in Knoxville, September 24th. They'll beat Florida. Uh, They're at LSU October 8th. Alabama comes to town October 15th. UT Martin at home. Kentucky at home. They go on the road to Georgia November 5th. Missouri comes to town November the 12th. November 19th, they're on the road in Columbia, South Carolina to play the Gamecocks. And then Vanderbilt in Nashville November I mean, the Vols can win. They should win 10. They should I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> nine, nine to 10. Nine I to mean, 10. That should be a cakewalk. I mean, I, I think I'm going to come. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to fire down when I, as soon as I get off the air. I can get it at seven and a half games. I'm going That's over. low. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going over on the uh, Tennessee. Unless there's some type of catastrophic injury at, at the quarterback position. I don't see how they don't win eight or nine. So there you go. Gut folks, get get on. That, that's, our, that's our one gift to you from the 
front porch sports radio hour. Tennessee over seven and a half. Over, over seven and a half wins for the year, but you got to play it now before the season starts. You can't play it after they've won three games. Correct. You got to shoot. The, you got to shoot that bet in early. Hey, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Ozzy's going to take us out. We are the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake Colley, along with my co-host, Mr. Clayton Harris. 